0: One two, a, one two. There you go. Anna's counting. There you go. Go, go. One two, one
1: two.
0: Solid. Okay, I'm. I'm all. There we go. All right. Welcome to the Eric Lane Show.
2: Hey, Jeff. Yay. Doing good. We have Anna Jeff. Rosson here today. Jeff, Hi, do, Jeff. Do a fucking serious intro. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's a good intro. Uh, welcome to the Eric Lane Show. Today's special guest, Anna Rawson.
1: Yay! Anna, Hi, <laughs> Anna. Hey.
2: Welcome. You, you, um, you know, I, I like
0: to on the show. Maybe this gets tiring. My levels? I'm good. Okay. Maybe this gets tiring, but I like for people to introduce themselves the way they would at a party, right? If someone okay. has no idea about <laughs> golf or anything, what do yes. you say when people say, so what do you do? That's funny. Um, <laughs> it's kind of an I tend
1: to question. pause and then go, lots of different things. Right. And then try to avoid. You try to avoid the question. <laughs> it depends who I'm talking to, too, because... Sometimes I don't want to say, oh, I'm a professional golfer because then it opens up, okay, oh, my swing, I have this going right. on and this. So if you're so. at like
0: a pro-am, you don't want people to know.
1: Uh, well, at a pro-am, you can't get away with it. Or like, so. like a
0: pairings party or like, or if you're at like a golf-ish party, you would try to avoid it.
1: Yeah, I just don't I play golf. But, but at that <laughs>
0: point, most people, know, most people know who you are at that point. So you're the jig is Not out.
1: always. Not always. I think because I don't typically dress like a golfer Mm -hmm. so sometimes people I I, when I would go to LPGA tour events I had to like when I drive in I'd be like hi and they'd be like um credentials
0: yeah wives of players (laughs) wives of players go like. and I'd
1: be like oh well I guess that's a compliment I don't know right
0: yeah yeah. so when you say you don't dress like players do you mean that you actually have a lot of style no offense to anybody else I don't know
1: if I have style but but I just more I don't know I don't wear my golf clothes when I'm not playing golf
0: right you Sorry. wear, I mean, this is a really beautiful dress you're wearing. Thank you. She's got this, like, sort of like wonderfully tight but also oversized black dress. Is that what you would call it?
2: Um, Who makes
0: this dress? Let's talk fashion. Oh it's it's got to be I like don't Isabel know. Marant.
1: It does is kind of look like an Isabel, Isabel Morant. Marant, I know not. my fashion.
0: I know my women's fashion. Oh, good. I love yeah.
1: that. Um, I'm a big fan of Isabel Morant. Yeah. She's great. I'm a
0: big fan of her store on melrose place oh my gosh gorgeous isn't have nice? you seen the store jeff no i haven't yeah. it is like uh it's amazing the, the store That's must cool. be a quarter acre or something or an eighth of an acre and it's the storefront but the front of the lot seven eighths of it is just a cactus garden
1: it's a garden yeah
0: and then it's you really go in the neat. back and they have like eight dresses <laughs> and like, how, much, how much are these fucking dresses <laughs>
1: There are a lot. I'm paying for <laughs> a, lot of,
0: a lot of cactus. Yeah, um, that's so true. I mean, that's so. Let's talk about that. Fashion and golf. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is it disconnected somewhat? Do you, do you agree? First of all,
1: well, I think it's changing. Good. I think for sure. Um, I work with a company named Tory Sport. Okay. Which, um Tori Birch started. Sure. Tori uh, Birch
0: is a legend.
1: She is a legend. Like, she I've is seen, the nicest person you've ever met. I've
0: never met her, but I've seen some she's of the amazing. videos that they make, and they make me want to just get out of bed an hour earlier.
1: Right? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, and so she's, you know, there's new companies and, you know, making more uh, fashionable golf clothes. and.
0: I uh, didn't realize Tori Birch was getting into golf. Yes, yeah. Is her this, sport line's amazing. Sorry? How new is this?
1: Um, I would say, like, it's two and a half three years old okay yeah so it's this relatively new yeah because you know,
0: my girlfriend just got into golf oh good and so it's been a funny thing because you know i i you know, i i have golf clothes right yes. i have go- i i started out buying ugly clothes at thrift stores
2: because i was
0: broke <laughs> and then i was like wait they're actually cool golf clothes so i started buying yeah. a few here and there but i mean it's yeah. expensive yeah you know if you have a job and you're going to play golf for fun you gotta go buy an outfit, it's like extra. And so, but now, lucky enough, I don't have to pay for golf clothes. But amazing. What it is amazing. It's Jeff, I know, is very terribly jealous.
1: <laughs> so, what's your favorite? I feel like men's has really evolved as well.
0: Well, I am contractually obliged to tell you that I love bonobos.
1: Oh, good. And you really
0: I love, love bonobos. I really, <laughs> uh,
1: they have such a nice fit, right? They
0: fit better than any other brand on me, okay. financially speaking. And Uh, I also love Adidas.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: Adidas makes the best golf shoe around. Oh, okay. What I was gonna say. I to differ. This is the (laughs) one You're more into G4, let me guess. That's right. Right. How does G4? But that's more style, right? right. And
1: comfort. So.
0: Um I but what I was getting at was is Max is getting into golf, and you know, it's so exciting to share that with her, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's quite difficult to navigate uh, women's golf fashion. Yes. And I remember she's like, what should I wear? And I'm like, fuck. I don't know there's like i gotta pay attention to like inches
1: yes you yeah i still dress codes yeah i've got yeah. some amount
0: of inches above your knee that i have to pay attention to yeah i think you Not should be able to wear places. a tennis skirt yes but that's a Agree. no-no
1: well some places like at riviera there seem oh, to be okay with Riviera's
0: lax yeah they're lax i should but... have just made a lot more money and joined there right <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> because, wilshire is pretty <laughs> wilshire is where yeah, i am member. yeah and what's funny is they sold she's tall Mm-hmm. They sold her an outfit and then said it was too short. That is illegal.
1: Yes, that happens. I know because she has long legs, so yeah. um, something that on someone who has shorter legs would work. But right. yeah, I know it's kind of for the weird. shorties out there. The, you've got more options. Yeah, I think skirt length is you know silly.
0: Let's leave it behind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a yeah. fucking skirt. I'm not yeah. naked, right? You know,
1: and if and no one's gonna be like wearing like a. Like Daisy Dukes to the golf course. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, most people that play golf are older and they're not yeah. gonna be, you know. Oh, it's so like... bizarre.
2: So, different golf courses have different rules as yes. far as dress yeah. code. Yeah, LACC,
1: a... I think it's one inch above the knee. One inch. One inch. Jeez, yes. do
2: you
0: also have to be 85 to play? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they won't even let you wear a capri.
0: Whoa. What's so, a capri? Oh, capri, a short pant. Yes. Right. Do you like so, capris? I do. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Capris are not good on men.
2: <laughs> well, that's the trend too. Like, shants.
0: Right,
1: wait, wait. short pants.
2: Short pants? Shands. Oh, that's like the men's version yeah. of a Capri? Yes. It's a bit, but that's yeah, not. it's a
1: little longer, but it's right. like a thing. So you see your sock and you right. see your shoe.
2: I'll
0: so. wear a slightly <laughs> short pant, but it's Good. not a shant. It's more of a okay. sant. Spant. Okay. I don't know. But Ricky Fowler kind of pushes the envelope on Yeah, he lines. does. What do you think? He? I like it. What's your take?
1: I, I'm up for anything that's different, you know? Who's your, who's
0: your best dressed male pro golfer?
1: Who is the best dress? Yeah,
0: in your opinion. Don't worry, no one's listening. This is, by the way, the only people listening to this podcast are my mom and my dad and Jeff <laughs> when he goes to edit it later. and bonobos. <laughs> I know that's
1: not true. Hmm. I think Billy Horschel looks really good.
0: That's a really good uh, example. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I love Billy. Billy's and he's great. a lovely guy too.
1: So we'll him a bone.
0: And he plays with color really well.
1: He does. Yeah, yeah. I love it when people show emotion. Yeah, and it's
0: he really even fun. he has to wear that massive polo logo, which is I'm his shoulders, yes. you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I also think Jordan Speed looks good.
0: Jordan Speed looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I like it. His... Not not Tiger
0: though, huh? Yeah.
1: You no, know who not I really, a fan of you his know who style. I really like? Doesn't didn't he wasn't he a big fan of the pleats, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Pleated pants. He had these yeah. balloon pants. Right? They I were think actually, now he wears flat front. They doubled but... as
0: a parachute, I heard. Like when he was working with the Navy SEALs, but you know who I like is uh, uh Robert Rock.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. He has the best hair in golf.
0: Have you seen Robert Rock, too? No, no. He's oh, kind he's of a, amazing. He's an uh, unsung hero of the European tour. Didn't he play tour. well
1: last week, too, or something? Was he, probably he leading? Did. He probably did.
0: Know. So I, I got know. a chance to talk to Robert Rock, yeah. and I said, what the fuck, man? No hat.
1: Yeah. He, Why would you put a hat on that hair?
0: He does. He has, <laughs> he has amazing hair. <laughs> it's that's perfect. Every golfer I've ever seen but wears a hat. Yeah. Every so, golfer wears a hat yeah. or a no. visor. Robert Rock does not, and no. it's at the expense of his own uh, you know, potential advertising opportunities.
1: Oh, right. He loses money
0: by choosing not to wear a hat. How cool is that?
1: That is cool. I was just like... Maybe it hurts his head or he gets headaches or something. Is there any reason? Maybe
0: the price of the the headache isn't worth the headache. There you go. I
2: don't know.
0: I mean, it's like... I I was just like... Literally, I developed so much respect for a person Mm -hmm. who decided uh, for reasons outside of their own pocketbook to not do something, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever done anything like that? Like, uh, no. (laughs) Yes, yes. No,
1: I have. Like, I had, you know, in my career opportunities to do things that would pay a lot, but, you know, wasn't really on brand. Right. Like, so.
0: Hooters? (laughs) 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 No, not quite Hooters, but,
1: you know, things like that. And it's so funny because the whole landscape has evolved now and now you're your, you don't have to worry about any of that stuff because you're your own brand because you have social media and you can get your voice out there no matter no matter what. But right. back when I was playing, there was no social media. And so you had to rely on like, hopefully Golf Digest or write an article about me or put me on the cover or something like that. Right. And now you don't.
0: And then don't so when that. you would get that cover, you mm-hmm. would be basically, um, you, you would have an opportunity to essentially be already with certain clothing brands. Right. And then contractually you would wear those and that's how mm-hmm. you would make money on the side. Or I mean, I don't know how it works then because I only know, and I don't even know how it works now. You know what I mean?
1: Right, with influences or with yeah, what? Yeah,
0: um, like how did it work then? Like I don't back understand. Then. Yeah, if if you're sort of just waiting on a media outlet to write something, yeah, how to? Yeah,
1: I mean you sign deals with sponsors, right. and they just you know hope you're going to get exposure one on the course and then two through through media. So whether it's, you know, on TV or then you have to play well to get on TV. That's the hard part. Or, you know, I do have an interesting story and will people want to write about you. Right. So, um, you know, you just got to count on that. And so I actually worked with a publicist when I played and was able to generate a lot of press, which was great for my sponsors. They loved it. And that's why I had great deals. But now, I mean, you just, you have your own outlet. It's like amazing. We've seen all these stars like emerge, you know, in golf, which I don't think we would have.
0: No, I think you're right. I think, uh, I definitely wouldn't have a job.
1: Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't know about that, but
0: <clears throat> well, you would it's have just, found a way in. It's just so interesting. It's so different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you look at like, uh, you know, the way I don't know. I mean, how do you consume your content? What do you look at when you pull your phone out and you're like, I've got a free 10 minutes. What do you look at? Instagram? Instagram. Okay. Yeah, and so who do, you, who do you like to follow on Instagram? I follow... Golf, outside, or whatever. Otherwise...
1: I follow everything. Like fashion right. brands, for sure. Um, I follow a lot of golfers. Who's your favorite um, golfer
0: to follow? A couple. You can name a few. Whatever. It doesn't matter.
1: I really like Paige Spiranac. Oh,
0: really? Huh? She was on the podcast.
1: <laughs> I, oh, she was? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I should have listened to her. She's
0: actually... Um, I she's shouldn't amazing. say actually, but she's a really thoughtful kind yes. person and yeah
1: I think she's funny and I just think she's so cute and like
0: but I experienced a cool. disconnect in between <clears throat> her personality and her Instagram personality
1: oh really I mean okay. I'm sure you've met her yes yeah yeah
0: you don't see that
1: her you don't Instagram see that any in her um no I think it's like so authentic really yeah I think that's her I mean it's funny because yeah I guess on Instagram she comes off of. a as this bombshell, you know, right. she's gorgeous, and, right. you know, but in real life, she's like the total girl next door, right. and she's like cute and like you know, just doesn't come off as the bombshell. But I don't know, knowing her, I see all that that person, her captions and her personality is kind of shows you that she's girl next door, even though, see, maybe you just can't get past the the uh,
0: the <laughs> you know, uh, the body. Yeah. I mean, that's one hell. Of what's a up? What's up top?
1: So, yeah, you're has, if you have a if like, her
0: Page, she has very large breasts. Yes. And wow, um she looks you know. Amazing. I, is there a male equivalent to Paige? There isn't really. I don't. There well, isn't. was well, I guess
1: the Brian Brothers, right in the beginning? Brian Brothers? Maybe. Well, they
0: but they were doing trick shots.
1: I think there are male style
0: golf. Wait, is it me? Isn't it? Am I the male equivalent to Paige Spirner? No <laughs> talent. And no, t- but that's, I should, that's I not don't true. I that. think
1: you had an eagle the other day.
0: I, boom, oh. I did
1: a hole out. Eagle. It was, it
0: was one of those magical moments in golf so, where you're like,
1: yeah, that doesn't happen that often. You know, when I no.
2: read that, what is a hole out eagle? What does that oh. mean? I'm, I'm learning right now as we go. <laughs> well, Explain. Anna and I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the
1: greatest thing ever.
0: <laughs> so it's on a par four. And you've hit a good drive or you've hit a drive mm-hmm. and your second shot, which is probably somewhere between, you know, 50 to 200 yards yeah. goes in the hole. Oh. Uh-huh. And so it's like Louis Oosthuizen had an albatross hole out at the masters. Remember right. that?
1: Yeah. Two on a par five. So he
0: was albatross. on the second hole. It's Number a par two, five. Yeah. He just, he just hit a good three with it, rolled up, kept rolling and went in the hole. Oh. Uh-huh. And so it's like a hole in one, but it's not.
1: It's for your second shot. Yeah. yeah. But it's still awesome.
0: It's, it, <laughs> nothing feels
1: <fits> better. <laughs> it,
0: in in the moment, it feels just as good. But... I, I don't
1: know why it's so much easier to have a double, <laughs> uh, have an eagle hole out than a hole in one. It, why is that? It
0: is. That, that's strange.
1: Isn't that strange?
0: Well, I think like I, feel like I have
1: one of those a year, but like I've only had one hole in one in my life.
0: Whoa, that's right? not enough.
1: I know oh. it's not fair. And you... Was it during a tournament? And I aim at it every single time.
0: You just aim at the flag.
1: That's my like wow. biggest goal in golf right now is to make a hall one every so time i play
0: every part three, and i announce
1: it every time
0: do you walk up to every part three and you say it
1: it's time it's gonna happen
0: i fucking mm. respect that so much and i do it also
1: <laughs> you do and okay because
0: I, I have one so at least so i'm like the same thing at least i'm clear
1: yes yeah i'm not yeah like, yeah we're clear
0: i'm not like where was yours uh rustic canyon
1: oh okay cool rustic
0: canyon on the uh uh i can't remember the whole number i have the flag in the garage you it, can't
1: remember.
0: it was like i should figure this out it's in yours? fact, I don't remember my whole number Where, either. You see, I had
1: mine at Q School in the practice round. How boring! We know, no, 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 practice round.
0: Anna, that's not boring. That's gangster. That that's <laughs> you were in fucking Q School
1: in the practice round.
0: Oh, so it doesn't count, or what?
1: No, practice round.
0: But it counts for you.
1: Yes, but like lame. The people I was playing with <laughs> were like, "High five. Not really. Oh, you I see. Me?
0: Because you you could have shaved two strokes off your game at Q I, School. Did you, you get I through Q it? School? Yes, yes. Okay, you got through. Rolls I'm her still, eyes. Totally I got there. Of course I did. Hang on, I gotta find out what hole this is. It's Rustic Canyon. Uh, I know. I don't course. remember which. Have you played there? I have. Yeah, it's, it's a great awesome. course. So you, fun. You mostly play at Riv.
1: Mostly, yeah.
0: Great course. Okay, it's here so we fun. go. Rustic Canyon. That's the back nine.
1: I used to play Rustic Canyon a lot.
0: It's a it's a fun course, Rusty Canyon. So it was the what the hell on the back nine. Yeah, it was seven. No, that little par three. The six. It was the sixth hole. That hundred yard one. No, 200 no. two hundred yards. Oh, okay. I hit a four iron there. Six.
1: Oh yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. I got the course. Oh, that's good. It was
0: good. Wow. It was it was a drawing four iron. Didn't see the ball go in. Didn't believe.
1: Didn't believe.
0: The guy... Didn't believe. <laughs> the guy was so like, set check Set up the a hole.
2: camera at the hole before you... Yeah. yeah. The, guy, the
0: guy I was playing with who I didn't know was like, check the hole. And I was like, don't be an asshole, all right? We're not trying to... You know, we're not trying to like, you know, make me feel like an idiot here. And then finally I looked everywhere. So I did look in the hole and I was like, huh, there it is. There it so it was a very <laughs> weird experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard a story about... Um, who was it? Some prankster on the PGA tour. I cannot remember whose name it was. Uh, had a group behind him playing up and he put their ball in the hole on a par three.
1: He did?
0: Isn't that fuck? <laughs>
1: That's mean. Like, like,
0: like that person is now going to go through their entire life thinking, thinking that they have a
1: really had a hole in one and they didn't.
0: Wow. <laughs> but at that point, I don't know.
1: Maybe it's good for them.
0: At that point. They build up what, their confidence. If he goes on yeah. to get like yeah. six more? But at that point, what's the problem? Yeah. Like I had the same feeling I I got, I was lucky enough to get to play Augusta recently.
1: Right. And I read about it.
0: I look at it as, okay, done.
1: Done in terms of what?
0: I got it done. I did it. Right. I did it. I did it. It's almost like I passed a level on a video game and I, now I never have to go back there. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: That's true. It's definitely a bucket list item, isn't it? It's
0: like, all right, cool. I'm good. I can like, I can die die way sooner than I might've otherwise wanted to die. Not that so what'd really what did you think?
1: You loved uh, it, right? But have you played? Yes, yeah.
0: Um, Spectacular. What did it? I think? Well, I mean, I typically say that my experience was like twofold. One was the experience of the lottery was incredibly mm-hmm. fun and exhilarating and mm-hmm. like, you know, very special. And then the experience of playing was very dreamlike.
2: Mm-hmm. We
0: were like in a cloud. It was like kind of rainy. Um, you know, I mean, I set myself up for like, I want to, here's what i said i want a birdie 12 oh my gosh or hole-in-one and i want an eagle 13 and 15
1: wow ambitious
0: and birdie 16 wow. so that was how'd you do That <laughs> was like 10 over through those four oh.
1: <laughs> not always good to set expectations yeah. right it was yeah. raining that did you play though. the par three
0: <laughs> no oh, no it, it you wasn't have to offered. go back it wasn't yeah. offered you
1: have to go back and do that yeah
0: you will. I, uh, I, I might happen. Life is long. Yeah.
1: When I join, I'll invite you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you Are you thinking about it? you're not allowed to talk about it though? If you want to join.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's not. In the They cards make it for very me, serious. Who wouldn't want to join? Do you
0: know several members? Is that how you go down there? Don't worry, I won't ask you their names. Yeah, I know cur- some people currently. Yeah, I have and some so friends. and what does that look like? Can you just? Because here's the deal: the people listening to these podcasts are just uh, they're just they're just literally driving to work right now, and they're like. Probably it might be snowy and they're just like, I want to fucking think about golf. Yes. So can you paint yes. a picture of what it looks like, like when Anna Rawson gets the call to go to Augusta?
1: It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It's really awesome. It's, it, you know, when I got the call, I got lucky. I got so lucky. Someone dropped out of a guide's trip and I got kind of, I was in the right place at the right time. They're like, Hey, you want to come? And I'm like, sure. Where were you? I was at um, Seminole in Palm Beach. Okay. And another
0: in, another okay course. Yes. Top five.
1: Yeah, and I was playing in a member pro tournament there. Oh. Like a little one day thing. It was so fun.
0: And so wait, uh-huh. how does that work? Member Pro. So you're yeah. down there as like a invited guest?
1: Yeah. And yeah. you're
0: and, and how many pros are there? Just you?
1: No, there's like I don't know how many, but say like 90 right, okay. pros, oh, maybe, wow. maybe even a hundred. I don't know. Okay. Um, so the morning tea times, afternoon tea times, maybe not that many. Um, yeah. So, but it's like all, you know, all the guys, it's like Ricky and, you know, Justin Thomas, like you, you go to the range and you're like, wow, I must Is say that Seminole has the best uh, white haired swings on the range I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Like these guys, like, it looks like, you know, you see the beautiful white hair and these fit guys and right. like, their swings are like on plane and like perfect. Love it. <laughs> like, Love you must be 70. Right. like. Well,
0: they live in Florida, so they're yes, clearly very wealthy to yes, be that interested in yes. avoiding income tax. And, uh, and, uh. Oh, maybe
1: it's the second home. I don't uh, know. Yeah, right? it could be. Yeah.
0: Is this a but, televised event at Seminole? I don't
1: know. No, no. It's just like a it, thing they do. Like, um, in, you know, the Honda's being played there. So uh, they do it the Monday after and. I think it's a fun, fun event, and like I I've think, never even heard of this. Oh, I think I was the Classic, only yeah. woman, maybe, or maybe there's like a couple of women that right. play in it. But um, yeah, I was just lucky to get invited. So and you then, play, and so and yeah, then, then they were like, "Oh, where, where are you
0: when they ask you? I want every little detail."
1: Um, I think it was a phone call, and at the time, it was funny. I was like, you know, playing professionally, and so <laughs> the thought of like a fun golf trip wasn't you know on my mind you know if I'm gonna go have fun and have a week off like I'm going to like a beach or Vegas or something so it was my reaction probably wasn't as good as it should have been yeah I was like
0: "Mm, okay
1: let me just check my schedule
0: amazing
1: and so and then I was like of course I'm going to go. Of course. I'm go. It was so exciting and so fun and so, so appreciative. And it was like a f- the funnest group. And the coolest part was we stayed in Butler cabin wow. and, um, when we went to dinner, so we played, we stayed overnight. So we did two days of golf and I was the only woman in the dining room. And is there
0: two different dining rooms or were you, or was it just all open? I can't, you know, like
2: one for you know, men, one for women. I
1: So I played it before there were women members. So I remember I couldn't go somewhere for lunch where a lot of people ate. So my host had to sit outside with me. Yeah. Um, Under the
0: umbrellas. Yes. Yes. Which was like so beautiful. That's an upgrade. I say you got upgraded.
1: (laughs) And then, yeah, it was amazing. I didn't, I didn't care. And then for dinner, I was the only woman in the dining room and it was so cute. This man came up to me at the table and he's like, I understand your you know, Anna Rawson and, and you went to USC and he goes like this and he has his blazer on and he goes, and the inside of his blazer (laughs) is all USC emblems. Trojan. He's like, I went there too. And I'm like, you're like the cutest guy ever. Like, I love you. He must've been like 80 years old, 90 years old, you know, it was the cutest thing ever. So it's so
0: cool how, you know, no matter where we are, we find something in common with people.
1: Yeah. And it was, he was so lovely. And then the coolest thing about Augusta is they're like, what would you like for dinner? And you're like, wait. Straight up. Yeah. No menu. No menu. Whatever you want. <laughs> what? It's, yeah.
0: That really plays on the imagination. Right? Chinese yeah. food or anything? yes, Sushi? Could, what did anything. you get? What did you get? What?
1: <laughs> I don't even remember. Whoa. And then the wine is crazy. Oh, they it's have a crazy like wine list. One of the best in the world, I think. I, have the, I think they have the most cases of Screaming Eagle. And, Whoa. you know, so it was... I don't remember what I ate because the wine was probably so good. I was just drinking right. the wine. Right. And then in the rooms they have like all the old masters. So you can you can watch like, you know, the nineteen seventy two Masters and like
0: on DVD? Yes. Amazing.
1: So I think we were watching like Arnold Palmer oh. like Wynn, and like it's just like the cool. What a set. cool
0: you know, Augusta yeah. and the Masters do such a good job of walking you through time.
1: Yes. Even with yes. The, my
0: experience at the media yeah. center, like it was really it was a museum. Yeah, dedicated to the people in the media. It was really special.
1: That's cool. And then how exciting about the women's amateur.
0: Yeah, that was crazy news.
1: Great. I was not expecting that. I just happened to have it on in the morning, and I was like... Yeah. I mean, my mouth was like, that's so exciting. I was actually women.
0: at Champions Gate when they made that announcement. Oh, cool. And what is that
1: like, that place?
0: Um. Uh, I mean, there's a lot... Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... It, it, I, I have a hard time. Did you hear your album No, no. Did you hear was, your elbow? It was loud. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a lot of, yeah. Sometimes the mic stand here if you, wish we'll check this out, ready?
2: Oh, okay. it sounds it's, like a, yeah, you're so
0: strumming. It's an instrument. Let's go. Um, I can't play listen. music? No?
1: No, I am not musically talented. <laughs> There's a lot of whatsoever. famous singers
0: that come out of Adelaide. There are? <laughs> you don't know? No. You don't know? Oh, no, no, we'll talk about it later. Okay. My ex-wife is from Adelaide, and she's a very well-known singer. You didn't she know that? Is. You don't know you don't know Sia the singer. Anna doesn't know. Cheers to fucking you. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, my I'm so bad.
1: You know what's
0: great about that is because a lot of people, um, I don't know. When I went to Adelaide, it was kind of a shit show because Uh of that. Because you know, well, did you grow up with uh, Adam Scott?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he moved to Queensland by the time. I uh, like, he went to that golf school. Right. I'm trying to think of the name of it in Queensland. With Jason.
0: Did he go there too?
1: I don't know if Jason went there, but it was like, you know, I think they got off at like noon and then they golfed all afternoon. I can't Sick. remember the name of it, but yeah, he was up there. So he'd moved and his whole family was there. So, um, I didn't, I just knew him from playing all the junior tournaments where right. it would be co-ed. And he was like a massive star yeah. when I just started.
0: Like He's I was incredibly good looking
1: and it's yeah, like, everyone loved him. And he, um, He always had a girlfriend. Right. And so, but like, not who you would expect. Were you interested? I mean, everyone loved him. (laughs) I was was interested. I don't know that I would have been, like from afar, definitely, because he was like winning all the tournaments and he was like good looking and all that. Right. But I think maybe personality wise, like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, he has that, like a common pro golfer trait, which is they're just like really serious. Yeah, you know,
1: but he's very thoughtful. Yeah, and so I love like listening to him. And like
0: his smile just is a poem. You know, yeah. when he smiles, like yeah. you're just like oh my god.
1: But he was like he just seems so like mature. Like yeah. he's, I think he's a year or two older than me. But I remember when, like he was just like would be at all the airport. We'd be like sitting on the floor and like blah, blah, and he'd right. be like standing there with his like suitcase, like ready to travel. Like, I mean, he was like right. a, already, he was like a Burberry endorsement like yeah. back then. He was just like professional in every way. And we were just like,
0: ah. you know, hadn't figured like it sweat, out. Sweats, like pink sweats. Yes. Like, yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of posh in that way. Yeah. Not he was very thing.
1: elegant, I he, would say.
0: He's one of the only, he is the only that I know of, uh, golfer sponsored by Uniqlo. Right. The uh, Japanese, yes. uh, the Japanese H&M. And
1: they also have um, Djokovic, right? Uh,
0: yes, that's right. Yes. I'm a big tennis fan. I love tennis. Did you see right. the tennis this morning?
1: I didn't.
0: Who won? Fucking Nadal. I love Nadal. Oh,
1: he just owns the French Open, doesn't he? I
0: love Nadal. I love Nadal's ass. Oh, a yeah. huge ass. It's amazing, he's right? He's got the biggest ass on TV. Like he's making Serena. wedgie. so cute. Like Serena has a tiny ass compared to Nadal. Oh, and, oh I love Serena. Too. And and the way he's just insane with his sweat. Right. You know, like it's just oh, yeah. he wipes each brow like nine times with yeah. a different and. I... I, I couldn't, I wasn't sitting that close to the television this morning, but I was realizing, does he play a double backhand for both shots right now?
1: I think he sometimes it does. It looked
0: like he was double handing both shots and I was like, you're an alien. You're like how badass. do you even do that? Right. Do you play a lot of tennis?
1: I do normally. Yeah. Yeah. Since having a baby, I, I don't.
0: What's that like? A two? How <laughs> old? How old now?
1: Um, six months.
0: Six months. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes. What do you celebrate that as? Half birthday? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm actually going out with my um, gynecologist who who delivered her.
0: I almost spit up my coffee when you said that. (laughs) And my
1: doula, who was in the room tomorrow night to celebrate. So we're doing a little reunion.
0: They were both there. They were actually the first people to meet your daughter. Exactly. They were. So... Um,
1: yeah, it's great. It's very busy.
0: I would say my life is now like, yeah, it must be crazy. Do you do a nanny or do you do it or how do you do it?
1: Yes. Yeah. I have help.
0: And so, and so how does the nanny work? Do they come in at night? What do they, how do you, cause you, what what is your day like?
1: My day is, so I wake up and I feed in the morning. And that
0: sounds almost like you're a zombie a little bit, but I get it. It's a motherly thing. I'm
1: kind of like a cow. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm breastfeeding, which is a big job in itself and it's crazy like i brought snacks here because i've never been so hungry in my life right you burn a lot of calories so i'm also the thinnest i've been in my life which i don't love but i'm just trying to eat more (laughs) you can eat so much which is great because i have like now i have like croissants and pasta you can eat whatever the fuck you want whatever i want really not gain a pound it's so crazy
0: that's, that's, so that's the answer is if so you want to keep a man or lose some weight, just have a kid.
1: Just have a kid. Exactly. That's but great. I don't think it works like that for everyone because <laughs> I have friends that like had to stop breastfeeding, breastfeeding to lose the weight.
0: So I don't but know. You're, know, you're Australian, genetics, but... but your heritage feels to me like Nordic, Swedish, maybe. No. No? Totally wrong. German? Well,
1: actually I did that ancestry DNA no. thing. What and did I it was say? was mainly English, Irish, and a little bit of Scandinavia. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I'm not so. wrong, but I'm not right. Yes. I got it. Yeah. I'm okay.
1: Completely Aussie, although I don't even sound like it. So, so, so you fast. wake
0: up, you breastfeed, you can <laughs> eat whatever the fuck you want leading yes. up to that.
1: And then I do either Pilates or yoga.
0: Great. In the and, house. Uh,
1: every day. Yep. In the house. Every day. Yeah. Pretty nice. much. I'm not weekends. I don't.
0: I'm already feeling self conscious about my own habits here. <laughs> so wait, you. And then how long do you do the workout for? An hour. An hour. Yeah. Okay. And then.
1: And then it just depends you know, what's going on with her. Right. But then usually after that, then I have to feed again because you feed every two to three hours. Jeez. So then you feed and then, you know, I might hang out, play with my daughter until she goes to sleep. Right. She usually goes to bed like at one and then I can go play golf.
0: Oh, you go play golf in the middle of the day? Yeah, usually at this time. Would Do you live far go from off. Riviera? Three minutes. Oh, jeez. Yeah,
1: so I can go work on my swing. And- I'm
0: now realizing who I want to be reincarnated as. Your <laughs> your next child. <laughs> right? She's
1: so lucky. That would be great. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to get her started in golf.
0: Do you think... How do you think that's going to go?
1: I don't know. She seems very determined. We had yeah. her swimming at like seven weeks, so I feel like she will like it. Yeah. Um, but... You never know. I mean, I started at 13, so Whoa, she has a leg up very on me. late. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. You know, we'll just see. I just want to like her to have fun. I just want her to play and be able to play it throughout her life. Right. Like she doesn't have to be a professional. She doesn't have to be good. She just has to like want to play with her dad. And she just has me.
0: to play with <laughs> Right? What if you, what if your child is like, uh, what if you end up, What if you end up raising, um, uh, I can't think of her name, Miley Cyrus? What's her name? Oh my
2: gosh. uh,
1: Miley Cyrus? What's her name?
0: Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Oh, I had it (laughs) backwards. Oh my gosh. So
1: she's like an actress? What if she ends up
0: being like, no, like a crazy drug addicted shaved head, like LA girl? It could happen. Oh my gosh.
1: I'm going to have to move to Bend, Oregon or something.
0: (laughs) Is that on the table? I, I Bend like, is pretty amazing. Right?
1: It's so close to Mandan.
0: Bend is really cool. I um, There's actually a bunch of athletes that live there. Really? I found yeah, this out. Okay. Yeah, I was just there. Okay. Cool. And um, there's a bunch of athletes. We flew in direct flight from LA. Oh, wow. On United. That's good to know. So See, there you go. And um, it's really beautiful for uh, half the year. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just quiet.
1: Yeah. That or Wilmington, North Carolina. I think it's nah, beautiful. Not nah. for me.
0: No? Really? Yeah. Oh, North Carolina. I thought you said Wilmington, Delaware. No. Wilmington, North, North Carolina. North
1: Carolina is also beautiful. How so that, far is that from so we can... Um, I don't, we don't know. Exactly. We have no idea. Yeah. North
0: Carolina, actually, on the map, I'm pretty sure it's just a question mark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful down there. It's... It, I feel like those are two places yeah, not that many people know about, and they're so nice, and they're quiet, and so if your kid goes crazy, I think you move there. <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: <laughs> You get out of LA. Yeah.
0: Although Miley Cyrus
1: seemed to have come through, right? I mean, now I she's, she's on The okay, Voice. Yeah. And she's, oh, is she uh, on The Voice? Yeah. Well, she was. I don't know. I don't know. on the season, but yeah, yeah she seems to have got it back together.
0: I canceled my cable uh, subscription. Oh, so now okay. I can't even Good. watch sporting events. Oh, and so it's tough for the NBA finals.
2: I can't watch. You know about YouTube TV, TV right? Yeah. $40 a month and you get all the channels. By the way, $40 yeah. a month.
0: That's a lot of money, Jeff. That's $500. <laughs> yeah, but me. you know,
2: normal cable is like 100 something a month.
0: That's true.
2: So,
1: You're too busy. You don't that's have true.
0: that. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, am I, what benefit am I getting from watching the NBA finals? What do you watch on television? Do you watch anything? Yes. What do you do while you breastfeed? That's actually a question I have. Is that, I, is that a creepy question? No,
1: I don't tend to. I know a lot of people like go on their phone and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll talk on the phone, like if someone calls me, I'll talk on the mm-hmm. phone. But I'm more just stare at my daughter <laughs> and go, "You have the most amazing skin," and I'm just, I'm so amazed by the whole thing. So I'm just kind of like,
0: "You've wow, got, you've got to still crazy. be at a high point." Yeah, you've got to still be very high off it.
1: Yeah, I just think it's the most craziest thing like I'm beating her like I still haven't quite come to grips with how incredible it is and just that she's she changes so much like every day and it's so exciting and I'm just like just I'm so into her so maybe that's why I don't I tend to focus I'm I try to be present with what I'm doing right I try not to be like doing two things at once
0: I have the same awe in my life when I come into my bedroom after a long day and I'm like, oh my God, I actually did make the bed this morning. I can't, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm kidding. That yeah. was, it was a really bad joke. I thought, <laughs> well, cause it was like the idea of like, <laughs>
2: I, I, I don't know. I'm just... the, the equivalency there is, you know. <laughs> what, I was tra- what I was trying to get, I apologize.
0: What I was trying to get at was, is, uh, is, is how, you know, I don't know. I mean, how does your husband handle it? The baby? Yeah, he must be. Is it different for a man and a woman at this stage?
1: Yes. That's yeah, what I, was I think to get so. At. Yeah, for sure. Um, he loves it. He's he's excited. He like likes to wake her up. That's his kind of role to go in and get her and bring her to me, and then I feed her. Okay. In, in bed. Um, but yeah, he like he loves it. He's very into it. Um, he, I think, surprised himself that he was so into the baby and wants to come home early from work and right. see her and bathe her and change her diaper and do all that stuff. So yeah, it's funny.
0: Cause he was like, I don't know what, you know, what it's going to be. I, I don't know. For me, like as a guy, I don't know.
1: Yeah. You don't know. Some I guys aren't idea. into babies at all. Cause you don't get that much feedback. So right. I think it's hard when the mom is doing a lot of stuff. So, but yeah, I, I think you never know what you're going to be like. Right. But, it's really fun. You guys should do Congratulations.
0: it. Congratulations. <laughs> Jeff and I together. Jeff, should we adopt a child?
1: Yes, do it. We should. Why not? I'll
0: co
2: adopt Snowball. That'll count.
0: You could, uh... you could definitely take Snowball when I'm traveling. Here, ask her a question. I'm going to open up the AC. Okay. I,
2: uh, I well, it was you mentioned that, that uh, About participating in co ed golf tournaments in Australia. So is that yes. pretty common?
1: Um, in ter- not in terms of competing against the men, it's more just like. For instance, there was this Jack Newton International Junior Classic, and that was played men and women, same course. Yeah. So I think it was like a group of women teed off in a group of men. So you didn't play with the men, oh, but so you Oh, so it wasn't played...
2: competitive one against the other? No, uh, but you were just
1: playing the same course, which is kind of cool to see the scores, um, you know, how the women would do versus the men. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there was a couple of those tournaments a year, and you had to get like selected by your state to go and and play in them, and they would send, the state would send, like, two or three people, so it was, like, the best players that would play in those. It was really fun. How did it
2: come about playing at USC, going from Australia to moving out to California?
1: Um, I was a top-ranked junior player in Australia, so I was recruited to come to America, and I had some friends that came, like, Adam Scott went to UNLV, and, um, Uh, Wade Ormsby who plays on the European tour he went to Houston and so I had some people some friends go and they just said you'd love it you know this is I like to study as well so they were like oh I had really good grades so that helped and a good SAT so I was recruited basically everywhere like any school so you
2: really had your pick of any school I did but I was
1: not very smart about it (laughs) I didn't know a lot about schools and all I knew was like Tiger Woods went to Stanford um so but other than that like I didn't I didn't know about Ivy League or anything like that so I would get calls from like Harvard and Yale and they'd be like "Hey, come here and I'd I'd look on a map and go it snows there no way (laughs) like that was my decision making which was terrible but um, it worked out cause I just decided like, my dad was like, you have to decide on the state and let's just pick all the schools in the state and focus on those. And so we picked California cause it's one flight from Australia. And then I looked at USC, UCLA, Stanford, San Jose state, cause they were all in the top 10. So I thought in, in the women's golf rankings, so in the NCAA rankings. So I thought, okay, well, yeah. one of those will work. And, um, yeah, I ended up at USC.
2: What is the transition like going from college to trying to get into the LPGA?
1: It's a, it was big transition. Yeah. Um, I was more academic. I was like very well-rounded kind of in college. Like I partied, I, you know, studied, I played golf. I was kind of like, I always wanted to be like a well-rounded person. So I wasn't like so focused on golf. So it wasn't until my junior year that my coach kind of pulled me aside and said, Hey, like, you know, we have a chance to win the national title. So if you actually focus, like you could, you know, we could win. So I was like, okay. So I spent that semester, I dropped um, four units and only had 12 units and focused on golf. And then we won the NCAAs. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I finished like 11th in the tournament. So I was like, Oh wow. If I really focus, I can, I know I can play and, you know, it'd be good. So I just needed to spend the time. So unfortunately, I didn't spend four years like working on my golf swing, getting where I needed to go. I was having fun. So when I got out of college, I was like, okay, now I need a coach and a trainer and like
2: all this thing. So that was like a full-time job preparing to uh, qualify.
1: Yeah. So I got, um, a coach and a trainer and, and all of that and started working on my swing and, um, was lucky enough to, to qualify. I got to final stage, but didn't end up making it thankfully because I would have been not good enough. Um and then played one year on the mini tour in the US and then went back to Q school and was just burned out and didn't actually make it through first stage and then decided to go to European to a school and then I like came runner up at European to a school and then ended up playing on the European tour and playing was successful there. Is that
0: more fun? It
1: was so fun. Yeah, I've heard like that's way more fun the best. somehow. It was so great. It was hard. Now it would be a lot easier because you have like FaceTime and all of that Though that didn't exist back then. Um, We were like Blackberry Messenger. Right. Remember those days? (laughs) (laughs) And Skype on our computer. Mm -hmm. And it was like so, you know, so it was harder to travel to Europe and more expensive. But um, it was awesome. Like one week being in Germany and then I would play my round and then I'd practice for like an hour and then I'd go into Munich and sit in cafes and hang out and go shopping and... And then we would all stay in the same hotel, so it would be like, you know, you come down and you're having dinner with the French girls and all the Swedish girls, and like everyone would kind of hang out Mm -hmm. together. It wasn't like, you know, their mom and their dad and their manager and the coach. It was just you and the other players, and some of them had caddies, some didn't, and all the caddies hung out with the players. It was all just like very um, community, um, and it was so fun, and I loved that, and I loved the girls it was just really That's cool. nice. Yeah. I, I want to do that. It was awesome. <laughs> I wished I probably maybe should have stayed there, but then, you know, your your goal as a golfer is to be the best and play with the best. And right. I was lucky because when I played on the European Tour, a lot of the European players were the top players in the LPGA and they would come back and play in Europe. So I did get chances to play against Annika and Suzanne and you know, the top players. So it made me more comfortable when I went to the LPGA cuz I'm like, "Oh, I played with them." Right. You know. Um, but it was great. And, but I, I missed it once I got the LPGA and I'm like in Ohio, I'm like, this is not Munich.
0: <laughs> it's weird.
1: <laughs> I was like, I'm going to the holiday express and then I'm like trying to yeah. find an organic cafe. Forget it. You know, like it was just so different. I was like, wow, it's what am I going to do? I'm going to go to the movies maybe. Yeah. So I didn't, I found it. The first year was exciting because you're like, I've never been to these places. So even (laughs) in Springfield, Illinois, I can find something fun to do. And then... And then also the pressure on the LPGA, you, you feel the pressure to practice more. So you're, you know, after you're around, you're grinding it out because you look over the putting green and there's like 17 girls on there, like just grinding. So you're like, well, shit, maybe I should go do that instead of going to the movies. Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was just like a different level and then you're exhausted. So then you just go back to your hotel and veg out. Right. So, Yeah.
0: Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you, you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy. And we have a podcast called Dumb People Town, where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. It's kind of a weird podcast. So, you, you know, one of the things, like, I love to do is, you know, travel and play golf. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's probably... Um, it's probably my favorite thing to do. And, and you know, I, I don't know, like a lot of... I, I'm curious to know if you've had any, um you know, experiences from traveling and golf that sort of stick out to you as highlights from your life in, in, in you know, golf. Not Definitely. necessarily competitively, you know, yeah. but whatever.
1: Definitely. When I played on the European Tour, I had a break um, one week between... I played in, I think, Tenerife this island and then I played in in Spain and I had a week break and this company um, was interested in sponsoring me called Soto Grande and they have these resorts um, in Spain and so I went to the resort during my week off with my dad and we like just hung out there and played golf and got to know the resort and you know um, and the people that ran the resort and kind of talked about a deal and that was like my way of meeting them which is amazing and they were like how, would you like to play Valderrama? And we're like, yes. And right. so right. they Sorry. set us up to play there and that was just epic. Like, yeah. I mean, just, that was the nicest course I'd ever seen. Valderrama is the
0: original Valderrama. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was, just, I don't, I
0: don't actually know anything about it. Is it in Spain?
1: It's in Spain. Yeah. They played like the Ryder cup there. The when second it was, like, one is in famous. America. Oh, there is one in America. There, I think there's okay. one in
0: America. Maybe I'm thinking of something else.
1: It was just so like perfect. You know, like the greens were like so fast. It was like playing Augusta conditions, you know, like it was just so beautiful and it was like a warm, gorgeous day. And I was like, wow, with my dad who like, you know, it was just over the moon that he got this experience.
0: Did he have, what, what was his role in getting you involved in golf, your father?
1: He loves golf. He plays like two hundred and eighty rounds a year or something. He has Holy the most shit. rounds at his club every year. At Glen at Glen Elgin? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Um, there's nothing more he would rather do like than play golf. He loves it. So yeah, he was the one that actually got me to play, um, and said and actually signed me up for this golf camp, um, in Adelaide. 'Cause I I was naturally good at most sports right away and golf I was terrible like i couldn't get the ball in the air it wasn't intuitive to me so i just was like "Eh, whatever this kind of sucks like because i would like throw a softball and throw it perfectly and i could hit home runs and you know like everything came easy to me but golf did not so i was like "Mm, i'm not really gonna play this game right and so he signed me up for this golf camp with all women um or were girls back then um i was in seventh seventh grade going into eighth grade and um I'd been playing for like four months and I was like, three days of golf. Like, Oh, oh my gosh. And no boys. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? This sounds like torture. Right. And so we were, we rock up at this golf thing that my dad finds and signs me up for. And the women that running the show were like, Oh, you know, talking, my dad was talking to them like, Oh, my daughter's just started. And they were like, Oh, that's great. We're glad she could come. And, he was like, you know, we're going to do this and, you know, do some clinics. And by the end of the, you know, three days, we're going to select a team to go, you know, play against Victoria and then a state team that will play against all the states in Australia at the end of it. But, you know, your daughter's the beginning, so she won't be up for any of that. Um, But, you know, that's what we do at the end of the camp. And my dad's like, okay, great, whatever, you know, have fun, see ya. And um, so once I got instruction at the camp, once someone told me what to do, I could do it right away. So I was like, oh, that's how you hit a bunker shot. Oh, that's how you hit this. And so we went and played 18 holes after the camp, and I shot like 15 under my handicap because I was a 40 handicap. Right. I shot played to like a 30 or 25 or something. And they were like, oh, my gosh. So they selected me on the team. <laughs> <laughs> my dad thought it was so funny. So then I got in the system of like the um, – state system of golf and then they just really encouraged you and I was in clinics every week and month and they were like really on board with supporting my golf right so it was really my dad I mean had I not gone to that camp I don't know that I would be
0: fascinating
1: here right now did you be, still be in Adelaide that's
0: like whoa I know Cause we never golf,
1: know cause golf has brought you
0: <laughs> golf has brought you all around the world
1: yeah it's the most amazing game I'm so lucky And I've met the most incredible people. Thank you. Right? Right here. (laughs) And think about like, you know, meeting Bob Parsons and like now, you know, having an involvement with PXG.
0: And so talk about, talk about that. Does that, when, does that go beyond sort of representing them or is there some other element or what is it?
1: Yeah. I mean, we, he sponsored me when I played on tour. I was a GoDaddy girl. Right. So we met,
0: Whoa, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, Jeff, you might end up, PXG is this, uh, you know, the, the new golf club on the scene. It stands mm-hmm. for Parsons, extreme golf. Bob Parsons started it. He also started GoDaddy. Oh,
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, back then, you know, he was running GoDaddy and they were crushing it and they had some They had Danica and they had a couple of other GoDaddy girls and they wanted to expand and Bob loved golf. And so he was kind of, you know, had a caddy, I think he had an Aussie caddy at Whisper Rock and amazing. the Whisper Rock caddy was like, You need to sign, you know, Anna Rawson and so eventually he did and we met and it turned out that um we just like hit it off. I mean like right. he's just amazing. So you were
0: down so, from the beginning.
1: Yeah, so so we became friends and just kept in touch, you know, after I stopped playing and he was always, he's, he's the best. He was always like, and like, come on, get back out there. You know, like always right. wanted me to play again. And I'm like, Bob, you know, I'm actually going to go to business school. I want to, I want to be like an entrepreneur like you, you right. know, I want to make my billion dollars. I don't think I'm gonna make a billion dollars playing golf. Um, so it's he was just,
0: Even Tiger and Jack have had trouble. I know. They're right? only, in the, they're so only in the high 900 millions. And then, try, <laughs> and then try
1: making 20 times less as a woman.
0: Right. Ooh. Mm,
1: right. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So we were just, we became friends. And then when I was in business school, he would call me and he'd be like, um, yeah, so I think I'm going to start a golf company. After he sold GoDaddy and, you know, got his billion dollars or whatever. And he was just like, I'm going to start a golf company. I'm like are you crazy? Like, what do you, what do you mean? It's <laughs> like, I don't think there are any good clubs. And like, every time I would see him, he would have like the latest, greatest equipment, like, you know, and then one week would be playing. Cause we, we both have homes in Hawaii. So we play right. a lot there. And then like he'd overnight FedEx would be on the range and there'd be a new set. And he's like, I think these are going to give me the edge today. And I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get here. And I'd be like, Oh my Whoa. God, you just got the clubs. Like, so he was spending yeah, like it three- takes
0: months to fit into a club.
1: I think he was spending like $300,000 a year at Cool Clubs. That's
2: the answer? He had the guy. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, I'm already spending
1: this. I may as well like invest in some like engineers and give them the $300,000 and make my own clubs. And that's honestly how it started. He was like, I can't find anything that will make me better. Whoa. And so, and I saw it.
0: He's a good golfer, right?
1: He's pretty good. Yeah. He's like a 12, 14 handicap. I think he says he's 14, but he's really like much better than that. Right. Um, so yeah, so it was crazy. And then he'd call me and he'd be like, so I met these guys and like I'm working on it and I'd be like, okay. And he's like, I'm gonna see you next week. I'm gonna bring you a five-iron. And so he we'd hit it on the range and like I would hit it and I'd be like, uh, you know, and he's like, he'd be I <laughs> did it a couple of times and so i like, couldn't get it in the air, you know, or wow. something. Or you know, just wasn't really high. And he'd be like, Anna can't hit it. He'd be on the phone, like talking to the engineer, Anna can't hit it, Try again. You know, so it was like iterations and iterations and um, it was so cool, like to wow. see and to like be on that ground level and be close to him and see how it all evolved. And then finally I remember him calling me and he's like, Ryan Moore's put it in the back. He's playing it.
0: That was like, a big deal.
1: No way. And he was playing Barbers. Ryan playing. was
0: the first on the on the PGA tour, right? Yeah,
1: he's like uh Somehow he, Mike Nicolette, the engineer, gave him the clubs and said, hey, just hit us for me and let me know what you think, like we're working on something. And Ryan's like, I'm not giving him back. And so he played the prototype, for like the first year. Whoa. And actually still have the prototypes and, and they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no. I still go back and hit them every now and then. Are if they I branded?
0: Like... Are the prototypes branded?
1: Yeah, they have like an X on them. Just so, an X? So no PXG logo? They, no, they have all the oh, PXG okay. logo or whatever, but it's 311 x yeah. so... And I still, I, I have them. Those so will be,
0: That's a billion dollars. You just save those. Right. And sell them eventually. Right. It exactly. Be, maybe not right. a billion. The first
1: one. So yeah, it's just been the, the coolest thing and like just to see the company grow and what it's done. And I just feel so lucky to be a part of it. And
0: it it's so cool to look at, you know, innovation, not only in just in golf, but in the world. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like. It's so funny to hear your reaction to Bob being like, I'm going to start a golf company. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Because if you came yes. to me and you were like, I'm going to start a search engine and I'm going to call it Google, <laughs> right? I would have been like, good luck. Have fun wasting your life. Yes. I'll be over here actually doing something. Meanwhile, right. I just yeah. can't figure anything out. And so it's interesting to me to be, you know, uh, I guess I'm in a, 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 a fertile place in golf at the front of the wing, if you will. Right. Like, like, and so it's interesting to look at how the golf industry is changing and and really, I mean, I got pulled into it in the same way your dad pulled you into it. And now I'm kind of here in the tumble cycle and I'm like Mm -hmm. starting to see like, wait a minute. There's this and oh, I'm seeing, I'm, you know, when you play those games where you sort of, uh, memory games where you flip over the car and you're like car Eiffel tower, Eiffel tower. Oh, those go together. I was starting to kind of see that in golf a little bit. And so it's interesting to talk about someone like Bob and your involvement with him and just how, um, newness comes about and it's so surprising.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. I mean, just to see that like anyone can, not necessarily anyone, I mean, he had a billion dollars, but like, Helps. you know, but he's a risk taker yeah. and he, he really, he was really solving a need for himself, right? which that's quite often how some companies, you know, start. So I don't know, have you hit the gen two irons?
0: You know, uh I um I have.
1: Um,
0: and I actually went in to uh get new clubs uh okay. a year and a half ago. <clears throat> okay. I went to Urban Golf. Okay, great. And um I was gonna pay. So I went in okay. and I, I hit them.
1: Okay. Well so you hit gen one. Because Gen 2 wasn't out there
0: A year and a half ago? I yeah. haven't had Gen 2 then. You're right. Oh, okay. You're right. Oh, so, okay.
1: Okay, what happened with Gen 1? First Tom? off,
0: I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Second off, um, I liked them. I actually wanted them.
1: Okay, great. Good.
0: And I ended up hitting the uh, JPX 900s as good. Oh. Mizuno. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I played Mizuno. I paid for them. Wow! So I have to say that I just to everybody. I paid for the fucking clubs. Okay. Um, You know. And you still
1: using them a year and a half later?
0: I still use them. Yeah, I like. Okay. Now it's
1: time to hit Gen two. I
0: I think one of the things, especially
1: because if you thought that you were equal hitting, because now the Gen twos, now everyone's hitting better. So
0: I'm all about it. You know, but I did talk to Rocco Media about Mm -hmm. PXG. Obviously, he's paid by by Bob, but he's he was like, it's all loft. Right. Is that he true? Did? Yeah. No. He was like, he was like, my five iron is a four iron.
1: No. And I was
0: like, dude, what? No, like, because they're I'm all pretty sure Bob, no, first of all, yeah. wouldn't instruct you to say this. And two, I'm sure that I would have heard this.
1: No, it's not. Cause it's, it's all, I mean, they test against every single club, like every, they test everything. Yeah. You know? They're so hot. If it's not, basically, they're filled
0: it's... with uh, popcorn. No, they're filled yeah. with, um, uh, like some type of foam. Exactly.
1: Right? And they have the world's finest thinnest face. Ah. So that's why they have that trampoline rebound effect. So that with the core technology, I think it's called on the Gen 2 that they have behind it is what makes it like trampoline off the face and what makes it go further and higher. And but the Gen 2s what I'm finding is they're more forgiving. Really? And it's so funny. So I have the players. So they have like a tour model, a players model, then XF. And the shithead model. Well, X extra forgiveness. And then they have a super game improvement model, right? Whoa. And, That's for um, you, Jeff. You get those. No, no, this is crazy. So my friend um, who's, you know, 26 handicapped, she had, she just got the SGIs and we were hitting the other day and I, I, saw I just pulled them out and I, I hit them and I was like, no way. Really? And so I called Bob and then I saw Bob actually posted on Instagram and he He's now using the SGIs. Amazing. And I was like, what? So I called him and I was like, you have to tell me everything. And then at the end of the phone call, he's like, I'm sending you the SGIs. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not, I have no ego. Right. Like if I hit it better. Yeah. It's in my bag. Right. Like it doesn't have to look pretty to me.
0: Yeah. So he's Do like, you have a nine wood in your bag?
1: I don't. <laughs> Should I be using a nine wood? I don't think I just, he actually makes that.
0: I was joking. Because you know, sometimes they have these like crazy lofted months. woods. Do you think yeah. Bob would be on the podcast?
1: I, he would totally be, be on the podcast. He'd be great on the podcast, Yeah, right? you, I mean, especially if you fly to Arizona. Let's call him right now. Should we? <laughs>
0: we could. You should. It'd be really funny. This is what we do. You don't have to if you don't want he to. Might not it'd answer. be really funny. You should just call him. You might just and, get
2: his assistant, so. Yeah.
0: It'd be no, pretty he, just,
1: funny. he doesn't have an assistant. Good for so him. He's wow. pretty, you know. Good for him. I mean, that, you know blocks his phone calls. He has someone that helps him yeah, out. But, right, right. You know, he, I went I to the himself, PXG but...
0: office, uh, oh, when great. they, ha- when we're in, they were in yeah. the, it w- was, um, it looked more like at the time a Harley Davidson showroom, which it was. Right. And they were just sort of beginning there. And we yes. were talking about, um, some things that were really interesting at the time. And, and, you know, it was a good, it was a good thing. They, uh, they, uh, they gave me a, uh, a hat. So that awesome. was nice. I got a hat. Thank you. PXG. Go. That's good. But and and you know the other the, the, the first PXG uh, introduction I had was Dana Dahlquist.
1: Okay, great. Yes, I think my swing is coach. Your
0: swing coach. Yes. And my sort of um, uh, friend who gives me swing tips <laughs> right. every, every once in a while.
1: The best swing tips, right?
0: Dana was just. We just recorded a podcast together. Oh, good. Yeah. Fantastic. He, he's. A, can you talk about Dana a little bit?
1: I love Dana. Yeah, we've worked together now. Fifth. Daniels, Holy shit! I think, yeah, no, that's 13. a long time. Yeah, I know. I like. I like to say that I discovered him because <laughs> now my whole network of friends, every single person goes to him or signs up for his golf academy now. that's, so the, that's the thing funny. is when you go to
0: Dana, mm-hmm. you you really do become converted pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, you, his information. You is see changes so good. in your swing.
1: Yeah, and and so we've been together a long time, so I've seen him like evolved too. Like we kind of like grew up together. Right. Um, but immediately he just was able to explain, you know, this way he was a macro Grady yeah. disciple and that really made sense to me. Yeah. And it's, you know, very athletic movement. So, um, you know, that's where he started and that's it. just, I actually saw him two days before I went to European tour school. No way. And yeah. So, cause I was kind of like in between coaches, I'd worked with Brady Riggs for a while yeah. and
0: then uh, with, uh, um, um, what is that? Lakes, called? Woodley? Woodley Lakes, yeah.
1: exactly. And then I was kind of working with Dave Stockton, and oh, Ron cool. Stockton. Um, but then Dave was still playing on the Champions Tour at that point, so it was like hard to get a hold of him. And so I was kind of in transition and I met Dana randomly at um, Hartwell Golf Course where he was teaching, which was the home of Tiger Woods. No way. Yeah, and it's a nine-hole course. And I was like, I just had moved to Marina Del Rey and I was kind of checking out like Long Beach and courses. And I thought, you know, my wedge game sucks. I need to go play this like nine-hole course. And I met him on the first tee. And I swung and he's like, he came right over to me. And he's like, you have a great swing. Do you work with David Ledbetter? And I was like, no. And he's like, but I think I can really help you. Amazing. And so, um, he told like, me he okay, does wow. this. So he just walked right up to me and he gave me his this. card. And so I like called him that night. I was like, okay, you said you could help me. I'm literally going to school on two days. I have no idea what I'm doing. He's like, come out and I'll just fit you in between all my lessons for two days and we'll get it in order. And like I led to her school, end up finishing second, but like it was immediate. This is, when he's you know.
0: 25 at the time, right? Cause he's like 40 now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So this is great. Yeah, and incredible. I'm
1: 21 or 20. This yeah. I just graduated incredible. college. So yeah, so it was so cool, and then we just like—I mean, he's my guy. I right. mean, ever since then, so we kind of yeah grew up together, and then you know he got into Stack and Tilt, and so we were. I didn't
0: realize he was in Stack and Tilt. Yeah, so that's, I was
1: I was stacked, baby. That's a bit wow.
0: Those are murky waters.
1: I know. Well, they were hot. They were really hot. I mean, I think that was unfortunate branding mistake right. with the name Stack and Tilt because right. everyone was like Stack Tilt, yeah, which was is not what it was. It was actually like Stack and then Tilt. Right. It was actually. It so, was an the, amazing swing. So sport.
0: so if you're doing Dana's swing, it's not mm-hmm. Sack and Tilt now.
1: No, yeah. So he evolved yeah. like after you know, he just started to look at more swings and kind of like he, he liked that theory. He's always had his own take on it. Yeah. Um, but he kind of moved away from that more as he started to see, you know, the McElroy swings and yeah. you know, the power they were generating and um, the Dustin Johnsons, and as you saw the tour, I mean everything's kind of modeled off the tour, right? Yeah. And you see these patterns, and so he yeah, evolved, and so now I'm like working more on that, which you know works for me. Yeah, it's constantly changing. Right. Which is you so have. Fun.
0: You have one of my favorite parts of your swing is your hands are like high. Aren't yes. they? Yes. Is that so they still are the case? High. Yeah, you you're know and then we, we work high on that. Hands. We
1: work on that. I've got really long arms. Right. Like an amazing Yeah,
0: you're actually seated touching the ceiling.
1: <laughs> right? It's great. So I was like really good at basketball because I was a defender. I would block everyone. I actually met James but...
0: Worthy this morning. Oh, cool. Huge hands. Right? A huge hands. Yeah. Like long, literally. Big arms. Like if he, if he put a softball in his hand, his fingers would touch or on the other side. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy.
1: Yeah. So I think that's why my arms tend to go up a little bit, but yeah, I, he's always wanted me to be shorter and tighter. Yeah. And now it's funny. He's kind of changed his tune. He's like, long is good. Yeah. You know, that's fine. It's, and for me, it's a rhythm thing. So yeah.
0: yeah. And that's what he says to me. So yeah. do you get the club parallel at the top or do you keep it a bit more abbreviated now?
1: It's it's parallel past. You
0: go past. Yeah, that's what happens with high hands. And yeah. DJ does it, and exactly. Daly does it, Phil does Lexi it. Lexi Thompson. High yeah. hands, you're going past.
1: Yeah. What are you gonna do?
0: So I took a lesson on Friday. <laughs>
1: okay. Good.
0: Um. And, you know, my the experience for me was I took the lesson, I increased uh, ball speed, miles per hour, awesome. everything immediately. Right. I haven't seen him in a year. Like I've just oh been I've just been traveling Come and not on. really caring about score. Okay. Um, yeah, just, just, you know, I went to Augusta, I brought my cut with me and I hit one in the water on 12, you know, and oh, I don't no. really care. I don't, yeah, I fucking wish I had gone with my, with my swing.
1: Cause it's
0: I would have bolted a pitching wedge in there. Yeah. See, I actually think 12 is made for a cut, but I probably would prefer to hit a draw just because a draw would counteract. I feel like wind a lot of, okay, let's get out of that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, yeah. I leave the lesson and I've got three days until this tournament, or two and a half days. Okay. And uh, I've hit so many balls, and this new athletic <laughs> swing—he's got me turning all that right. left shoulder super low. Um,
1: yeah. Good. And my
0: right leg is straight, and I—and all of a sudden, I'm in these positions, and I'm like, I'm feeling like things in my spine, like I'm almost like my back is hurting, my knee is hurting, my elbows hurting, and I'm like, this always happens, you know, because Dana's swing is very athletic. Yeah. And so, but the trade-off is, I hold out for eagle. You like go. a laser. You know I mean, like that thing was online.
1: Yeah. When it's on, it's on. Right?
0: And you know, when the ball, like, you know, when you, there's like a couple ways of hitting the ball sweet, right? There's mm-hmm. the one where the ball just like rolls up the club face and you're like, eh, mm-hmm. but then there's the one where the ball hits the sweet spot and it's just like Falcon three.
1: It's orgasmic.
0: Yeah, right? it really is. Mm-hmm. It's that. nothing thing, feels better. It's true. Mm-hmm. And especially with, <laughs> especially with the short irons too, because those in some ways for me, mm-hmm are a little bit harder to hit sweet because mm-hmm. of the, uh, the, the, the low bounce Because compared right. to an iron, like, a anyway, love yeah. Dana.
1: He's amazing. And I'm, I'm just like so proud of him too. Like his profile has really grown and, um, yeah. cause he's such a humble guy. He's not a self promoter oh, yeah. at all. I so. told him he was
0: world famous and he was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, and I was like, buddy, like, yeah. you're like, you're like teaching some of the best people in golf how yeah. to play golf. Yeah. There's exactly. only a handful of you.
1: I know. I really want him to get Tiger. Whoa. Yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Tiger.
0: Could it Paul happen? Call Dana. Could it happen? Could it happen? Is he still with DeMarco?
1: I don't think he's with anyone. Right.
0: Tiger's just, Tiger's just on the moon. And then he's, <laughs> Tiger's very good friends
1: with Grant Waite. Cause they live yeah. in Florida together. And Grant's really good friends with Dana. So there's a connection. Yeah. I mean, well, Grant and Dana work together. It. Right? right. I talked to Grant so, a little bit. Now that's the best swing in golf, right? You think so? I think so. He's a head case, though. Right. That's he, what I've heard.
0: Self-admitted. I, he said it to me. That's what I've heard.
1: Yeah. But, you know. I, would, I love watching his swing. Yeah. That might be my favorite Instagram then. Really? He never posts, but... No. Occasionally.
0: What do you that think makes, about... Repeat, repeat. What do you think about Hideki's swing? Beautiful. It's so interesting. It just, mm-hmm. like... This may be racist, but it's just so Japanese to me. Is it? Yeah, okay. it's just like It's just, like, cute, well-done... Not too crazy. Yeah. Very yeah. patient. Yeah. Very polite. Yeah. But also like powerful and intentional.
1: But I see, I love Ryan Moore's swing. And I like, can't watch Ryan Moore swing. I love it. I think it's, so, and it, I love Furek. I, 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 I watch, I watch
0: Ryan Moore like, swing and I become immediately dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. It's like, but if you see it in person, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I like all different types now, of swings.
0: Ryan Moore has a great takeaway and it's, mm-hmm. it's silky esque. But I don't know for me, for my money, I'm taking Adam Scott's version of Tiger's swing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Dana would say that, well, you interviewed him, but he would say that Adam Scott has the best swing in golf.
0: Yeah. I mean, he does. He's, he literally is. He's so on plane that the question is, is he ever off plane?
1: Right. Like, I don't think he is. Why isn't he winning everything?
0: That is the question. Putting, right? Yeah. He he needs a nine foot putter and Mm -hmm. he's not allowed to play with that anymore. I know. Which is crazy. crazy.
1: That is crazy.
0: Um, what, uh, what do you, what do you think about golf? (laughs) What a vague question. I
1: love it. I love it. I feel so lucky to be a part of it. Yeah. and so lucky that I was able to play and play on the tour, which is awesome. So fun. And then to still be a part of it and work with brands now, you know, work with PXG, work with Torrey sport. Um, it's great brands and I just feel lucky.
0: What do you have to say to the people that are listening out there that just started?
1: I think it's really important to have a weekly lesson. Really? Yeah. But what for if me, money, instruction money, was so money like is it. a prohibiting
0: factor. Like when I started, yeah. I did not I was not able to afford a lesson. Like right. straight up. Because I mean, even your cheapest lesson at your local course is gonna yeah. be the cost of three entrees at Sizzler. Right. Two, maybe three. Depends yeah. on what How did you really learn
2: initially? Were you just sort of Well, I guess now you can right? like I sign like, up
1: for Revolution Golf, yeah. you can sign up for Dana's right. course so you can do like some more online. Yeah. But Yeah, I guess you do have the internet so you can do it, but I would like really focus on for, well, for me, like I couldn't hit the ball in the air until someone told me how to do it. So it, golf is not intuitive at all. It's the hardest game ever. So no one picks it up and is perfect at it. So you have to, I think really learn the fundamentals, whether you want to read a book, watch the internet or go get a lesson. I think that's the most important thing because most people don't stick with it because it's hard. That's sad. There is a high attrition rate. Yeah. I, just I think heard... that's the reason. And I, I tell people, I was like, when you go to play tennis, do you go and just play? No. You like hit with a pro. Yeah. So golf's the same. You I, know? T-
0: I talked with the... Or
1: Pilates. You get a Pilates instructor. Right. That's true. Yeah, know, I couldn't so... do
0: Pilates. Uh, I, went, I talked with the USGA yesterday and, and they were saying that actually the problem isn't new people playing. We've got that. Two million mm-hmm. people a year begin. The mm-hmm. problem is 15 million people a year stop. Right. It's so and I was hard. Like, Whoa. 15 million. That's stop? So interesting yeah. that
1: USGA knows that. And then they like had that change of the groove rule. Can you remember that?
0: Uh, when yeah. They with made the no it box harder groups.
1: for people to like spin the ball. Yeah. Like, that's really not. And the PGA tour scores haven't gone down. Of course it doesn't affect them. It affects no. everyone else. I wonder like, why they changed that rule. I'm like, Bob, you should just make like happy hour grooves. You know, you need just to like, like just, just like
0: zippers. Yeah. Just like ball cutters. Right.
1: And make it more fun yeah. for people. Diamond because they're nonconforming, you yeah, like, should make
0: a diamond groove.
1: Right. I oh. don't know. So that was interesting. And like USGA changed that. And I thought that was like the dumbest thing. Right. And really bad for the golf industry. just Get rid of all of the clubs. And, you know, it was like, they had to make all new wedges. And then there's all that inventory there. That, right. So that was So weird. they went from box I'm all about making golf easier. Yeah. Like I would widen the hole maybe.
0: Whoa. Oh. You would go four and a half inches? Yeah, why not? Whoa.
1: I like watching it go.
0: Revolutionary. Up. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Make it easier, more people to play. Like, I mean, maybe not that far, but I, I'm all for like equipment yeah. changes. Like, people, you know, don't like the golf ball. I'm like, I want to hit it further, farther. Like, yeah. I want scores to go lower. Yeah. I want more people to be able to take up the game.
0: Yeah. Did you listen to uh, Malcolm Gladwell's podcast at all about uh, the private clubs in LA?
1: no what did he say oh i love malcolm gladwell he's
0: really good but he does not give golf a good rap
1: oh really yeah what does he say well
0: he just talks about how uh the public is prohibited from experiencing what is essentially public land Mm -hmm. that is avoiding property tax by like some crazy loophole from the 70s and you know specifically in la we've got six clubs seven clubs and they're all paying pennies on the dollar for property tax. And, right. the, and the public who's essentially subsidizing that property isn't allowed to access it. Right. And so for me as a member of a club, I'm like, yeah, you know, he's right. You know, yeah, and like when you when you go to Scotland and Ireland, you look at the private courses. Anyone can play at a certain time, like Mondays, whatever, Wednesdays, okay. even yeah. Mirfield. Right. One of the most exclusive kind of, uh, um, you know conservative clubs there are. So I don't know. I was just thinking about that. And as far as that's one of the things I would like to see somehow, change. Yeah. I don't know if I have the power to do that at this point in my life, but it'd be mm-hmm. really interesting to look at like, how could we mandate that if all these clubs are going to really mm-hmm. essentially suck the money out of the public's pocket in, in a subtle way, well, why aren't they mandated to be open to the public for a certain period of time? That's a good question. I don't know. Cause you know, great. You, you travel around and I mean, there's a lot of courses all over the world that are on public property where there's a walking path. And people right. can go experience a dog walk.
1: Yeah. But I, I don't know that that, you know, playing really nice courses when you're a beginner really matters to like taking it up or not. You know, I it's agree. more just like, how do we make it easier for people Yeah, to start and have Different enjoyment? Point. Different and point, so yeah. that's why I, I mean, I love what PXG is doing too. Right. I mean, just trying to like make. Make, I mean, the SGI, make it easier for people to hit. I mean, that's what Bob said. He's like, you can't miss this club, you know? Right. So I I want to see innovation and equipment. I bet I equipment. could miss
0: it. I bet I could miss with it. <laughs> no, I don't think,
1: I think you'll be like having so many double eagles. Right. Right?
0: That's funny because that's what I want. Double eagles? That's exactly what I want. Or hole-in-one? I oh. could go for another hole-in-one. Anyone?
2: <gasps> yes. Yeah. You did that hole-in-one contest or the challenge. Challenge, the right? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. it did, did? didn't work out so well. Right. I, it's hard. I, I sat on a par three until I got a hole-in-one. And after two days, I left. Right, I you hit did. Fifteen hundred shots or something.
1: And did you hit the pin?
0: No, I, I got like an inch or two away a couple That's times. That's good. I mean, That's it's really hard. So did yeah. Ed, Eduardo Molinaro tried the same thing and he didn't get one. He didn't. No.
1: Wow, he's so good.
0: What? Uh, do you have any questions for me, Jeff? Anyone? Do you have any questions? Hmm. I feel we we're pretty good here. I just want you know, legally speaking, I have to offer you <laughs> a chance to depose the. Uh,
1: well, talking to the USGA, did you ever uh, talk about like the pay gap in between the US Women's Open winner and the men's? Does that ever come up?
0: Um, you know, I didn't bring it or up because it that? was a uh, <laughs> it was essentially a uh, <laughs> a work call.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: <clears throat> so, you know, I thought maybe I would just, uh, but that is an interesting <laughs> discussion topic that I would like to have with them at some yeah. point. Right. But yeah, because uh, that's. I mean, that exists in every golf tournament on earth.
1: I know. Yeah. So I would say... I it's different outside of the USGA because the USGA, you know, all their sponsorship money is pooled, right? Oh. It's for like all tournaments.
0: Interesting.
1: So then I think there's an argument. Right. With the LPGA and the PGA, it's, you know, different entities. They have yeah. different sponsors. It's not the same thing.
0: Literally different businesses.
1: Totally different businesses. So I get why there's a you know a, a difference there but i don't really understand when it's all under one entity that you right. pay someone f- more for winning yeah than the other person if it's all
2: pulled
0: yeah well once they pay me then i will talk to them about that right <laughs> once i get my check waiting for that check to
2: clear i can't <laughs> yeah. wait to see what the check
0: from the usga looks like we're awesome. gonna do something cool together it's actually gonna okay, be really cool great. we're gonna do uh a project centered around, um, the future of golf. And I think it's going to be really interesting.
1: That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's all I can say right now. I think actually well, I just got in trouble. For I'm
1: excited that. that you're involved with them.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be good. And to me, it was really cool because, you know, uh, my job normally is I work with the PGA tour and they have one job, which is actually, you know, not necessarily to grow the game, right? Their job is actually to right. grow Promote the PGA their Tour. App and to get more money for their players. Right. And that's not a cynical thing to say. It's just fucking numbers. It's business. Yes. Just like Bob Parsons. They have like a great his, business, by the his, way. Bob Parsons' job is literally to sell more clubs. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And there may be a secondary job, which is to improve the enjoyment of players. Yes. But, you know, primarily... And so the USGA's job is quite literally to uh, grow the game. And so I thought okay. that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Their, their main market is the 99.999% of the golfing public that plays golf mm-hmm. and unfortunately stops playing, yeah. so we were talking about that problem yeah. and how do we fix That's that? And it's my it's my belief that some of that has to do with, you know, that golf is this kind of um, snake that we charm, and mm-hmm. the first couple of years it's wonderful, and then all of a sudden, you know, we realize that we haven't maybe learned the lessons that we need to learn, and we're and we're getting angry because we thought we could play the game for score, you right. know. No matter how good you are, yeah, right. You you can't play for score. You have to play for feel. And we see that with we see that with the best players in the world on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Even Adam Scott's a great example. He's one of the best players in the world. Yet when he plays for score, he loses. Right. But when he's out there just playing,
1: yeah. All of a
0: sudden he's six under on the day. Right. And so I think even amateurs have that problem where when we go out there, you know, we we sort of get fooled into this like uh, carrot, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden. We're not enjoying it. And that's sad because you know who told us to do that? Well, the PGA tour.
1: Right.
0: They didn't tell us how to play golf and neither did the USGA. The USGA told the golf courses how to run their business, which is a restaurant, which is like a farm, which right. is like hospitality. <laughs> but no one ever, no one ever told the golfer how to enjoy the game right now. Yeah. And that's kind of a sad moment because it's like, whoa, dude, we are, we are in need of like therapy. We are. You know? That's so true. Cause you see it. Like I played golf this morning, dude, throwing clubs. Wow. I'm like, dude, you're twice my age.
1: <laughs> what are you doing?
0: <laughs> Keep the clubs in your fucking bag. Yeah. Smile at your bogeys and let's fucking get out of here because oh, it's really? a Thursday morning. It's 6 a.m.
1: Well, that's why Instagram's good, right? To see like people having fun, yeah. playing golf. I agree. Right? So it's like, voyeurysm. well, Instagram
0: is our own blog right now. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah. I'm a journalist. And that's, that's really, you know, yes. an yeah. unfiltered look at the way I think and feel.
1: But don't you also think with golf, like what's hard is you may start the game like playing with your parents or like you know with your friends, and you know when you're young, like there's junior rates and junior things and it's first tee and things like that. But then you get into the working world, yeah, and you have to work and you're busy and you're you know you're trying to make it in your twenties, so you kind of you know. unless it's like your number one passion maybe you're playing on the weekends once Mm. but you're really like working and grinding and then you're getting to a point where like okay maybe I'm mid 30s 40s now I can afford a club and now I can join but you've left the game for like 15 years and so you're taking it up when you're older and your body's stiff and all of that like You know, there's that gap. Like, I've always said, like, there needs to be a program after the first tee for, like, people <laughs> in their 20s. Like, and maybe team. that's Top Golf. I don't yeah, know. I think be. they're doing a great job. Top mm-hmm. Golf
0: is a very fun experience. It's I support golf. it wholeheartedly.
1: Yeah, I haven't played yet.
0: but Yeah, you will. It'll come soon.
1: Yeah. You think it's coming to LA? Wouldn't that be amazing? So. It
0: has to. Where should... I feel like it's coming to the Valley. I don't know. Oh, I, haven't, good. I haven't heard so, that, but.
2: That would be Chatsworth area down there. That, that would trying be
0: outside my radius of potential trips, but yeah.
1: I'd be into it.
0: Well, let's do it. We'll make yeah. our own top golf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next. You got top a simulator
1: off. here in Hollywood. Well, I am. Yeah. Some wild simulator yeah. parties I'm Thinking
0: here. about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's Hi. enough, right? <laughs> enough, enough business plans have been shared. <laughs> thank you for coming out, Anna. Thanks for having me. This I was so it. fun. Yeah, it was fun. You right, want to, thank you. Is there anything you want to edit out that you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Just everything.
1: No, yeah. we did Take good. it all out.
0: We did good. I don't oh. think we offended anybody. Okay. Thank you. Okay, bye.